Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Okay, why? What's going on? My first bus was a touch early, and I was able to grab the set for the earlier of my second bus. It happens. I missed my second bus usually by about two minutes, and I was there on time. It's always the bus's fault. Always the bus drivers. No, it's it just timing because my first bus actually he didn't have as many lights as normal this morning. Okay. But now the second bus driver said, "Oh, if, if I'm just missing you, I'll just wait." you get to the stop so I should be early going forward so they're changing the bus schedule for you yeah now. no they're just not get, I love these bus tales. tales from the bus stop yeah you need to start journaling <laughs> oh I do it kind of sounds like the ramblings of a crazy man <laughs> all these buses are against me <laughs> I never once said so, they're against me how long have I been November December it's been over six months we've been in a new place, right? Mm-hmm. For the first three months, he was getting here after six. And yeah. then all of a sudden, boom, he hits some sort of... Like, Vortex. Yeah, and he's then for like for the next two months, he's here before six o'clock. Before the show starts. And then for the last two months, he's been like after six. Yeah. And anyway, I, I, I give up. You know what? That's we, why I message we you We love this having you here. That's, that's why I message you saying, hey, I'm going to be a touch early. And you said, did you, you mean late? You brighten our day. I yeah, know I do. So we, much. I'm, so, so the I, sooner you're here, the better. That that touch of anger when you get in early is always just, nice in the morning. Always, yeah, so really you get here when Monday. you get here. I'm not angry. You get here when you get here, and mm-hmm. we'll just all... Be grateful yeah. for, your, for your presence. <laughs> Interesting story. So they hadn't seen Sid in years. Mm-hmm. He he was not part of the band anymore. He kind of lost his mind in the late 60s, early 70s. 1975, they write a song about him, and they're in the studio, and they're recording it. And he walked in. Mm-hmm. And he was there for a bit, mm-hmm. and then he just left without saying goodbye, and they never saw him again. Hmm. Weird that he walked in during this song, though. It's so weird, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about this story. Pink Floyd gets going this morning. That happened on this day, June 5th, 1975. Locker room topic of the day. So my wife has finally stopped questioning when I say, we're going to win the lottery. I've been saying it for years. So you finally convinced her? Yeah, so now she just sort of nods and agrees with me and one of the things that i think a lot of people talk about i know we do is our lottery vehicle okay what what you would buy to drive around and yeah so you win the lottery what's the first car you buy Hmm. right so think about that mine and mine's changed over the years Mm -hmm. but i saw this um redone toyota land cruiser like an old one okay and i think i want like I want one pimped out, not crazy, but I want uh, like I want an old seventies style one. Yeah, but completely redone with you know upgrades in that. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm looking at them right now. They're cool vehicles. Yeah, I didn't really know much about the Land Cruiser when I saw you put Land. I thought you meant like oh a Land Rover, um, but no an old no, Land Cruiser. No, the old Land Cruisers. Yeah, those are cool. I don't even know if they make them anymore. I, I was just reading they have a new version of it out coming to Canada. Maybe that's why I've been seeing it lately. Yeah, that might be why. Okay. 
Because I looked and I saw I, I saw something new on there, but I mean I was searching for older ones. Yeah, and there's companies like in North America too where guys will take old vehicles and they'll redo them. Yeah, so I I would look into that and then I'd find one. Yeah, Land Cruiser making its return to Canada soon. So so what car would you buy after winning the lottery? If you want to weigh in, text us seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. I think that's one of the first things you do. Mm-hmm. You get the cash. It seems to be what people do, yeah? Yeah, they walk in and they spend money on a car, Yeah, right? Uh, anyway, what's yours? We'll, we'll, do, uh, we'll do grants next. Locker room topic of the day. It's the first car you buy, vehicle you purchase as soon as you win the lottery. I want an International Harvester Scout. One oh, of those. Yeah. Or, 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 those uh, are kind of one of those vehicles that people have started to remake, right? Like to, to Yeah, I think so. You see, you see them I know around nothing every about once in a while. Yeah, I mean, either way, I just I've seen them before, and I'm like, those are amazing. I want one, especially with all the top off and everything. Where, what year are they from? The like seven sixties uh, to the eighties. Sixties to the eighties, yeah. and then they stopped making them. Yeah, it okay. was a c- competitor to the Jeep, and then and so it didn't work. Yeah, something. They're happened. very boxy. Yeah, I love it. So either one of those or the eighteen van. <laughs> I would buy the 18 van in a heartbeat if I had the money. You know what else I would do too is um, we've talked about this before, but I think I would also get like have one of those um, like Mercedes vans mm-hmm. and and do it up like a camper. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like Tom Green did. Yeah, when he was touring around during COVID. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's the first vehicle you buy when you uh, win the lottery? That's the topic this morning. Jimmy, what's yours? I've said this many times, but the uh, it, it's I think it's an 83 Trans Am black. You know what? I can't see you in any other vehicle. Now, let's have a conversation about modifying this bad boy. Because I don't know anything about vehicles. Maybe somebody listening knows a bit more. Would you, that be an easy vehicle to get... Can't you, set up can't for, you modify any vehicle for like the the the, the, the concern I have the concern I have for the oh you know what it's hand controls so you can do both like I know a lot of little people that have the foot pedals that's what I was thinking but, about Grant but there are some that have the hand controls yeah little people big world they had the hand controls all the time so that that would work that would be. The only problem with the Trans Am is you're kind of sitting back, but it, you need to be sitting kind of up. Like they, they probably Jimmy would have ha- an Astro van. <laughs> they probably adjust the, the seat. I could probably get the uh, seat adjusted, kind of like we did with this chair. Yeah, where you could, uh, like put extend the back out. Aha! Uh-huh. Like, like you know, that's put, a twenty-five thousand like, dollar chair though. This car is getting pretty expensive. <laughs> It's not twenty five thousand. I think it was five. <laughs> we keep adding money to the <laughs> the cost of Jimmy's chair in the office. Yeah, I can't see you in anything else though. As soon as I thought about doing this today, I was like, Jimmy's going to send in the Trans Am, mm-hmm. right? Because anytime we talk about your favorite car, that's my go to. Yeah, because it was so cool, just like- blasting through the streets of Edmonton. <laughs> Bon Jovi on the stereo. <laughs> Whoa, the T roof. We're halfway yeah. there. Yeah. Big Cobra painted on the front of the car. <laughs> yeah. I can see it now. The locker room topic of the day. I'm talking about the car you buy right after you win the lotteries. What's yours again, Grant? I was going to buy uh, an International Harvester Scout. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a uh, an old redone Toyota Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. I like the look of them, and uh, I, I think I've been hearing more about them because I guess they're coming back. I did not, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I guess they're redoing the 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 uh, the Toyota Land Cruiser. Um, and Jimmy, of course, is the the 1983 black Trans Am from Knight Rider. So, and we've been getting some texts yeah. on this one. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of texts on this. Um, Daddy-O Trevor says, my bus ride to work would be much more enjoyable if I was in a new Raptor Ranger, the new Ford. Those okay. are nice trucks. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they... Okay, I knew they, they did the Raptor, but they're doing a Ranger version of mm-hmm. it? It's okay. cool. Yeah, it's really nice. I got to have a look at that. Yeah. 
Um, and then we have, of course, somebody always wants the General Lee. Jason wants the General Lee. There's uh, a couple of those around. Mm-hmm. Some guys have done those up, eh? Oh, yeah. You see them at all the car shows. Yeah. Anytime you go to a car show, somebody's done up the General Lee. I've right? seen a few of them in Edmonton. And then um, Christina doesn't actually drive, but she would get a Tesla um, because of the self-driving features. See, I think that a lot of people are very confused by the self-driving thing. Mm-hmm. I think you still need to be able to... <laughs> Sit behind the wheel. <laughs> I don't think that's going to take you to the liquor store, Christina. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Well, this one's from Mike, a 1980s Subaru Brat. Have you ever seen those? No. Have you got a picture in front they, of you? They look like uh, kind of an El Camino. Oh, thing. I have seen those. Yeah, they're cool. There's I'll a lot of drive one of those. There's a lot of people that are really into Subarus. Mm-hmm. So there's yourself it, included. Well, big I'm, Subaru. Guy. I'm out. I'm outdoorsy. <laughs> Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Well, and I have a dog. So you have to have a dog. All those hiking trips and yeah. you got the roof rack and everything, yeah. Um Ben would buy an ambulance. Full sirens, working lights, perfect for Edmonton traffic, he said. Are you are you allowed to do that? I don't think so. That's a good life hack though. Yeah. What are you driving to work? An ambulance. Ambulance. I get, get there, there really fast. Yeah, six minutes every day. The locker room topic of the day. It's just a matter of time before I win the lottery, and I wanted to talk about the first car you would buy. Andrew's going to buy himself a Mercedes G wagon. G wagon. G wagon. What? What is it? I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, I guess I'm not. Oh, those things. Yeah, the G wagons. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, those. Pretty amazing. Uh, you see those every once in a blue moon. They mm-hmm. must be really expensive. They are. Yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) Frank would buy the AMC DeLorean from Back to the Future. Okay. He'd buy the original one. Okay, but didn't they make those two? Oh, yeah. Wasn't wasn't that a thing? They were in production for a while. There's some out there. Yeah. Um, You see them them around. Because that was a major fail back in the 80s, the DeLorean, and then um, they revitalized it, didn't they? There's a really good movie um, called Driven. With Jason Sudeikis, and it's all about um, the the guy that made the AMC DeLorean, okay. John DeLorean, and Jason Sudeikis is his neighbor, a criminal neighbor, and they're involved together, and okay. they got uh, Johnny Carson invested a whole bunch of money into the DeLorean. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he lost a whole bunch of money in the DeLorean. You gotta watch that. It's really good. It's called Driven. Uh, we have Scuba getting a 1963 Corvette with the split rear window. <laughs> Why Classic. do I see Scuba in that? <laughs> Uh, we have, um, just picture the guy that you see in a Corvette. Yeah. That's scuba. That's scuba going to golf. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Spending his days golfing at the club. Yeah. White sunglasses, (laughs) little silver Fox going on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kevin's getting an 89 Camaro Z 28 with the T tops. Okay. Um, we got David getting a Porsche G, uh, GT three RS. Okay. Okay. Um, we have a 65 Mustang convertible for Adminion. Um, 65 would have been one of the first years for Mustang. I, again, not a car guy. So yeah, how do you know that? <laughs> somebody's screaming at the radio right now. Hold that on your ass. <laughs> Is it the first year? I don't know. <laughs> Did you just make that I know up? that 67 is the first year for Camaro. Oh, okay. Okay, what is the first year for Mustang? What was the first year for Mustang? 1964. Okay, so I was a year off. Pretty close. Pretty close, I'm though. impressed. Not bad. Yeah. There you That's go. That's pretty good. For All right. Three, two. The Locker Rips. Midget at the Movies. I shall call him me. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? Million Dollar Baby. I teach you all you need to know, and then you go off and you make a million dollars. I don't care. Get your teeth knocked out. I don't care. What'd you think? Sad ending. The worst. I hated that movie. Boxing movie, Hillary Swank. Did you cry? Watched it because of Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I was really close. (laughs) Like, especially when he... You you uh, sobbing like a big baby. Especially when he unplugged her at the end. Oh, my God. It was such a bad movie. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hate this movie. Did win the Academy Award for Best Picture. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress. Did best he? Best Supporting. Uh, did he win something? Did he? Did he direct that? Yeah, yeah he directed it. He directed it, and so he got Best Director. What year would that have been? Two thousand four. So how old would he have been? He's he, ninety three now. So he would have been in his seventies. Like like Morgan Freeman got Best Supporting Actor. I forgot that it had a run at the Oscars too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People loved it. What did What did Jimmy think of it? Is it, it based was, on a true story? No, I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think so. Uh, it was It was a great movie. It was very well done. The acting was amazing. Like every character were were pretty good. Uh, the end sucked. Her family were total dicks. Yeah. They angered me, especially when they came to the hospital and tried to get her to sign all her money off uh, over to her. And, yeah, it was just such a good movie, but one thing that kind of bugged me was that whole thing, like the the boxer that hurt her should have gone to jail for that. Like, because she blindsided her. Yeah. And because she, and she, the bell had rung hit her from behind, and she hit her head on the stool. So it was during, like... I just can't get out of my head now the, <laughs> the um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia redo of that. Yeah, that one's Remember? good. Uh, awful. With D and Frank. So and- bad. <laughs> uh, all right, what's your reading here? I had to give that a, f- a five out of five. Okay. See, like, I was just angry when I watched it. No, I've never been able to watch it, it again. Was, it was a sad ending. I don't know if I watch it a lot because I think that's why I avoided the movie. I love Clint, but um that you were end. you were on that one because mm-hmm. of Morgan Freeman yeah. ironically, right? Cuz he was also in uh, Bruce Almighty. So we went from Jim Carrey to Bruce Almighty to Morgan Freeman to Million Dollar Baby and um I, I need your rating. I give it a 5. I I think I said okay. that. Okay. All right. 5 buttered cobs of corn. Tabor Corn. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, you guys are talking about recycled ambulances? Well, somebody was oh. saying they would buy an ambulance for yeah. the, when they bought, if they won okay. the lottery. Okay, you got lights and siren, right? Yeah. And you convert it into a mobile mammograph thing, right? And by you saying, like, think about it. it are you allowed time. out on, on weekdays? <laughs> Normally, when we get calls from the prison, we have to hit like yeah. one to, cl- yeah. to accept the charges. If you go code three down Jasper Avenue, I'm pretty sure EPS would be on your case about that, and there's laws about that, right? I right. like that too much. I think so. so yeah, they frown on that for sure. Uh, and uh, is it tough to sleep with an ankle bracelet? <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Every once in a while, we've thrown in. I'm a fan of Tenacious D. I, I find I find. What is it about their music? It's catchy, it's good, and uh, Jack Black's just so lovable, right? Yeah. I, I. So anytime he does anything new, I'm usually, yeah. I'll usually be there, I'll usually pay attention. So he does this thing, this duo with this guy, Kyle Glass. So, yeah. And they're both bigger dudes, and they're both wicked musicians. Yeah. And... and um, Jack Black can actually sing. Oh, yeah. He can actually... So it's not... It's a spoof thing, but it's legit because they actually have some chops. And I've seen, I've seen them twice, live twice now. And they and pull like, it they, off, they right? They have a great live show. Yeah, it's, it's really good sounding. It's, yeah. And he did a thing with Howard Stern, I don't know how long ago, but it, it's been in the last five years, within the last five-year period. And he did a cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, and it's kind of gone viral for him. Yeah. So I think when that happened, and he's done this before, he's had a couple of things gone viral, like covers. Mm-hmm. Remember that Who medley? Yeah. That kind of went crazy for Tenacious D. So when he's had that success, he's sort of capitalized on it and released it. And they've even done a video for this song. That just came out. So... You know what I sing about once a day, at least? And once a day since seeing Super Mario mo- the movie. And I, in my head it goes, peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> I love you. Okay, here's what I want to say. 
and I don't want to dwell on this. We can move on. I'll play this song. I'm going to leave it up to you whether or not you want to go see this video. But it's a really odd video, but it kind of works with the song. It's just Kyle and Jack Black jumping around in the water, but it's the ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, listen, you can't help but notice Kyle is he's packing oh yeah and it's flying around like a bag of oranges <laughs> like it's kind of remarkable <laughs> and i don't know if that was the point of the video like if yeah. that was why maybe there might be something there anyway go watch it like like he, he must have trouble walking around with that thing <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling Mel, Dark Side of the Grill. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. We do barbecue tips all summer long. You're going to be hearing them from Mel. If you get a chance, follow him on Instagram. Um, I saw your wings video. Those looked good, dude. Oh, they were dripping, buddy. They were were really tasty. Unbelievable. Okay, so... Um, we went to the machine, Burt Kreischer's movie on Thursday night with Mel. Mel is friends with Burt and, um, called and said we should do a little promo. So that's what we did. We, uh, we got some drinks in us at the ice, ice house at the, at the brew house and then grabbed some popcorn, almost got kicked out by security. Um, sat down, started watching the movie, and we thought we would call you this morning and get your thoughts on um, The Machine. What an amazing film that was. I I really loved it. I couldn't believe uh, Mark Hamill did an amazing acting job. You guys were totally wrong about that. I really thought it was... <laughs> I didn't make it two seconds into the film, man. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I got Jimmy. <laughs> you got Jimmy. I got Jimmy. That's what. Well, so because we were doing the Woodsies, right? And I, I knew better. Yeah. As soon as I heard Woodsies, I've yeah. been down this road before. And usually, I'm yeah. the one that falls asleep. Oh. And I kept slapping you, well. trying to get you to stop snoring. Jimmy, Jimmy knew he had to stand up the whole movie. A few times, oh. I looked over at Jimmy. I was like, "Is he still just standing?" Because he would have fallen asleep. <laughs> he would have fallen asleep in a chair. second. Yeah, very funny. I I had a great time, guys. Thank you very much. Wow, well, and then uh, you got your second win, and you were trying to get us to keep going. Uh, when did you get home? I got home at around 4 in the morning, is what the Uber receipt said. <laughs> yeah, I saw um, videos. We were in here like prepping the show, and I'm like, oh, Mel's eating donairs right now. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, man, so I sent Locke a video of what it looked like when I woke up in the morning. It yeah. looked like a... Uh, a raccoon had gone gone through a gigantic donair in my, my kitchen. <laughs> There's just shards of tinfoil everywhere, and it's oh, amongst posters and other things. Right? It was a good time. It was a really Mel. Good time. That so, was a lot of fun. We uh, we wanted to phone and thank you for for making our night very entertaining. And the fact that you slept all the way through that movie was extremely. Yeah. Ent- Everybody extremely in, funny to us. And everybody in the theater were laughing because oh, as yeah. soon as there was a silent moment in the movie, everybody in the theater could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mel? You got to go check out our pre-show post from today because we, uh, Jimmy got everybody that went with us. We went out with a crew to yep. send pictures and video, and he put together a little uh, a little one minute and 30 second, and most of it's you. <laughs> oh, buddy. I had a blast, guys. Thank you uh, very much. I can't. I can't wait for our next project. It's okay. Be awesome. We definitely need to talk about that. But also, barbecue tip coming up this Thursday. Okay. So Mel okay. is doing these all summer long with the locker room. And um, by the end of it, too, what we'll do is we'll put together a montage so everybody can see all the tips through the course of the summer. And it's brought to you by Backyard Grills up in St. Albert. Mel, dark side of the grill. Go follow him on Instagram. That was a lot of fun. On Thursday Thank night, man. Thank you very much, guys. All right, take Have care. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people.
Now, Brent Johnson. So I have two stories here, which I'm going to use for inspiration this morning. It's rare that you read about two different guys in one day who will, will inspire you like this. The first is Kevin McGinnis, who has just finished his 100-day challenge, 100 days of eating nothing but McDonald's. And in those 100 days, he managed to lose 60 pounds. Wow. Six zero. Anyone that is willing to go against all doctor recommendations... <laughs> And then be successful with it is a hero in my books. Uh, the other hero is a guy from Saskatoon, Max McQuinn, who lived out a lot of guys' fantasies. You know, it had nothing to do with the dominatrix. Uh, Max went out the other night to grab some fast food. When he came back to his home, there was two burglars in his house robbing it. You can't tell me you haven't thought about what you would do in this situation. Because we all have those fantasies where we turn into Bruce Lee. (laughs) The only difference between Max and most other men is he actually took action. (laughs) Putting one of the robbers into a headlock (laughs) while using a butcher knife to fight off the second guy. (laughs) And we all think about those situations, what we would do. For me... It's when I'm walking the dog and I think about what what I would do if I was suddenly surrounded by coyotes. That's a, I think about that pretty much every day. How many of them could I take right now? Four with no weapon. Ten if I was armed with like a walking stick or something, by the way. I think that's right. Ten. That's the fantasy. The reality is probably more like... They would leave me alone after feeling embarrassment for me because of all the tears and the screams that I'm letting out. So congratulations to the, to these two guys who actually went out there and, and lived the dream. Heroes. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Father's Day is coming, and we have the perfect gift for your dad. Text us now for the link to shop. Another moment with Dr. Locke. We were chatting about Jimmy's knee issues on the air. Okay. Last week, late last week. Yeah, it's been an ongoing thing for him where he's had this pain in his knee. And he's actually at a point where he's thinking about going to the doctor, which Which is... is, You got to understand, that's huge. Like, literally, this guy does not go to the doctor for anything. Anything. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. He didn't take a shit for two months. (laughs) And di- and finally went to the doctor. He's had a shunt. It wasn't quite two months, but it was almost a month. He got his. You explained to me how much <laughs> poo came out of you. Yeah, that's disgusting. You had not. How long? How long hadn't you crapped? I think it was two weeks. He uh, two three weeks got a shunt put in his head. No joke. In 1981. And still has the same and thing. Same one. You look up shunts online and they're like, and they're like every 10 years. Of 10 years. Jimmy's yeah. had his for 40 years. He's yeah. good. Not quite 40. 30. 30. 30. Anyway, um, he just doesn't go to the doctor. Yeah. And then eventually that's going to kill him. But the good news is he's got a doctor right here in the room with him. Right? Who's, yeah, not afraid to diagnose him. Yeah. Um, you have knee gout. It has nothing to do with gout. You got gout in your knee. No, it's not. I, I truly believe this. I injured my knee when I was in high school. And one thing that you don't know about dwarves, we have horrible joints. We have no... The type of dwarfism I have is due to lack of cartilage. So when you damage something like that, like, I know a lot of people with my type of dwarfisms that, at my age, they're, like, riding scooters all the time. I know I've got a buddy that's can barely walk. He's in this wheelchair a couple well, years older than me. I did read that gout can come on because of trauma. So you injured your knee in high school, and gout could set in. Somebody was listening, Jason, sent me a note saying I was listening to you guys and I heard Jimmy talking about his knee pain and he might want to look into the fact that this might be gout. Sometimes 
it moves up from your toe, your foot, into your knee. And he said he had a really tough time diagnosing it. And the thing about you is, I mean, I think most people would be surprised if you ever got gout, just based on how clean you live. <laughs> yeah, like I... I Barely I mean, any alcohol. Great diet. <laughs> just a healthy liver. Plethora of vegetables. and <laughs> Canned goods. I always thought, you, that, yeah, you could only get gout in your toes. Nope. But they're saying knees, ankles, feet, hands, wrists, elbows. You can get it everywhere. I, I don't know, man. I don't think it's gout. <laughs> I could, I could be Why wrong, do I but you it to be gout. <laughs> but I could be wrong. But you've actually diagnosed several people of gout, and they've gone to the doctor, and the I doctor no, said no. I, I no, that's not true. Everybody that I've talked to, you think Army Chris actually went to the doctor? I don't. Yeah. I still think he got his buddy to put on a butcher's coat and pretend to be his doctor for that video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you go to the doctor and get diagnosed with gout in your knee, what am I get? What do I get? I gotta get something, Grant. Yeah, as payment, a form of payment, a case of beer or something. Yeah, forty-eight pack. Yeah, forty-eight At least. pack. A Bud Light. I'll buy you a Diet beer. Uh, I'll buy you a beer the next time we go to a theater. Okay. All right. All right, that's a terrible payment. Write that down. <laughs> Jimmy's new nickname, Knee Goat. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, what's your bucket list, man? I've never seen ACDC. Yeah. I need to see ACDC. You absolutely have to yeah, see ACDC. I need to see ACDC. That surprised me when you told me that. Mm-hmm. I kind of saw ACDC. I was working at the stadium at the time that they played, so I got to see a couple of their songs live. Was that the thunderstorm? Yeah, was, Jimmy was yeah. cleaning the urinals. No, I was during thunderstruck, standing on a milk crate <laughs> at gate six. Um, yeah, actually, I I saw part of the the actual thunderstruck because I was taking a break, and then the song started, and then there was a thunderstorm. Yeah. Lightning started and they evacuated. Bucket list band. I have to say Glass Tiger. You've Stop seen it. Glass Stop. Tiger. Go oh. to the casino the every bucket Tuesday. Bucket list band. Bucket list band. Like band the, you've never seen you've never before. Never seen. You need to cross them off your list. I don't know. How is that possible? Bon Jovi? You've never seen Bon Jovi? I don't think. like They're not a bucket list for me. What? I like them, but it's just I'm not... Who's your bucket list? I don't even know. There's... Well, we'll get back to you next week on that one. Glass Tiger. Yeah. (laughs) Mine's Led Zeppelin, unfortunately. Two members have passed away. I'll never get a chance to see them. I think only one. No, two. Robert Plant's still alive. In your mind, maybe. (laughs) This is a bucket list band, and if it's on your list, you might want to look into that Madison Square Garden thing because he's pulling the pin on the residency and finally wrapping that up. 2024. So uh, those sell out like Mm -hmm. crazy. Got the most requests for Piano Man this morning. Tigers could be here next week at the, at, at, at see, the ice district. See, the thing is, it's not is even a joke. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy, yes, sir. You need to get a uh, portable air conditioner, and I know you'll never do it. So I'm actually taking the initiative right now to get on the radio and um, get people engaged. If you got one, or you know somebody that has one that has that's selling it. Um, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. It was twenty eight degrees in his apartment last night when I called him. Yeah, which wasn't bad. Um, which is actually for Jimmy's apartment. That's actually I, not bad. Actually, it's been cooler than it has previous years because I'm kind of a little smarter now. Well, it hasn't gotten. We've only had really one bad like heat. You're gonna get hammered week. this week. Yeah, you're gonna get just fried in there. And the thing is, like. <sighs> 
it, it impacts you and your sleep and your mood. So I think this isn't completely unorthodox for me to try to get you one. I saw them at Costco, and I'm like, there's no way he's going to spend 600 bucks on that. No. He'll never do it in a million years. Yeah. So it's pointless. I could t- I could even drive him there. He'll never buy it, right? Like So I, it, we got to get a used one for him. We're looking for some kind of an air conditioning unit, one of those portable unit the jobbies, used one. If anybody uh, mm-hmm. knows somebody that has one, send Jimmy a note. This is the only way to actually do things with Jimmy. Let's save his life. Yeah. No, save ours. <laughs> True. Well, and then technically his, because someday I'm going to choke him out <laughs> in the control room. They work pretty good, though, they're, especially for an apartment dude, your size. We had like, them. We had one. Yeah. We had a Costco unit. Even actually, I, I thought about it this weekend because the wife brought up you and your apartment, and she's like, I can't believe we didn't give Jimmy our Costco thing. I didn't even think of it. I just, when we moved, we sold. Just getting rid of everything. We yeah. just sold a bunch of stuff. And um, she just went nuts on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm like, we should have just dropped that damn thing off at Jimmy's yeah. place. And, but yeah. Tony yeah. is selling one for 150 150 buy it. So a window one. Which would work. Those work good. Do they? Yeah. You should but be fine would, in would there. Something would see. The problem is, see, no, we're not. Would, no, we're not. We're not doing this. Okay, you have no idea about how these things work or why or anything. So I'm not going to sit here and have a a conversation with you about whether or not this is going to work in your apartment. I'm just talking about the size of my window. Not doing it. Do you? Because um, you, they're not perfect. They. You put the window down and then you put a box. You tape, you take duct tape and you tape a, <laughs> a box to the side of it. Okay. Do you remember that one summer we we phoned a guy asking if they could install an air conditioning onto Jimmy's Hobbit home? Remember that? <laughs> but it wasn't round. Yeah. So we had to pass. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. We, yeah, we need to get him one. He's going to die this summer. Look, Jimmy's going to die in that apartment. Somebody just sent us like a Facebook marketplace and there's all sorts of them on there for a couple hundred bucks. But he'll never do it. I gotta do this. I gotta get somebody who has who's nice enough to bring one down to the radio station. Show up at his house. Show up at the house and and and, you know and then he can get Army Chris down here to 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 come down and pick him up in his truck and drive him over there. And it's the only way anything ever gets done in his life. Right? Between you and Army Chris, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the only way. So I, I he's gonna die. He's gonna die in that apartment. Like it's it's literally a brick from Idaho, yeah. from Idaho bricks. And, and we're not looking for money donations. No, no. People are no, now trying to donate. People are trying to donate money to the Jimmy Air Conditioning Fund. No, we That's don't need that. We that. don't want that. He's got money in the bank. He makes more money than you and I do. Yeah. Zoda on the weekends. He's stripping. He's giving rubbing tub, tugs and everything else. He's got wrestling. lots of money. Yeah. All right. Couple come in. Everybody's just got uh, Amazon. You've already made $150, so <laughs> donations. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So where are we at with Fast and the Furious? So Fast X is out. But there's one more. Like There's a yeah, second everyone, part to 10, right? Everyone it's, thought this was going to be the last one. And then the next like, no, one's part not. two. Yeah. Part two of this. And is, because The Rock said he's back, is he in the next? So I guess at the end of Fast X, post-credits, there was some scene where The Rock was in it, and then everyone was like, what, he's coming back, no way. And then he confirmed he will. He put his, he ended his beef with Vin Diesel. Okay. And he's going to be in the next We're still not sure if that was real, right? I think it was. It seemed real, I don't know. Didn't it? Or was I, that just publicity to try to get the Kelvin and Hobbes movies going? The only that's kind of what I thought, but yeah, I also don't want to admit that I uh, uh, that yeah, I it failed after that. I don't even like being a part of these conversations. <laughs> You've never seen any of the Fast and Furiouses. I've seen bits and pieces. I've at of least them. seen two of them because my girls watched them, so they were on in the With house the occasionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so. I've. Seen them all but the last two, so I haven't seen nine or ten. Wow. 
<laughs> you know what's funny about it? Because we talk about them quite regularly. Grant and I have never really watched them. You've watched a handful of them. And yeah. It's just, it's part of pop culture lexicon almost, right? Like, I hear well, about these things so all long. the time. Yeah. I was watching Barry. Have you watched Barry yet? I haven't watched the new, the last two seasons, I was like, this season and the previous season I haven't watched. Okay, yet. you will really enjoy this last yeah. season. I was actually surprised at how good it was. So this is the fourth and final season. Um and there was a scene in this in the show where they did this whole bit about Fast and Furious yeah. and it went on for like two or three minutes. And I and I remember thinking to myself, for something that I've never watched or care about, I know so much about it. Well, it's been the first one came out in 2001. So for 22 years, Fast and the Furious movies have been... Every other year, we've got a part a movie. of our lives. And, and then, you know, they've put Vin Diesel's kids through college. Pretty much. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, all the family stuff. Are we happy live, that The Rock to is... Life a quarter mile at a time. Back? He's a solid character in the movies. I've, I've never okay. seen... And the ones that I've seen, he was not a part of. So yes. I have no idea. Was he in the one where they, they drove into space? Jimmy? I don't think they drove into space. Yeah, at one of them, they go into space. So that that might have be... been nine. That might have been the one yeah. I haven't seen. Okay. All right. Anyway. By the way, that does remind me. Um, I don't have a show right now. I have nothing. I'm waiting for the second season of The Bear to come out, but that's not coming out until the end of June. Yeah. So if anybody has any suggestions on what I should jump Bupkis. into. Bupkis. Ah, damn it. Watch it. No. It's have good. You watched? I've watched uh, all of it, the whole season. Um, they're short episodes. I'm not watching. Joe Pesci a- is awesome in it. He's hilarious. I'm not watching a freaking Pete Davidson show. You're, you would enjoy it. No, he won't. Yes, he would. <laughs> he enjoyed King of Staten Island. He would enjoy this. Give me another option. That's your only option. <laughs> That's your. We have a merch page. Jimmy can send you the link. But if you're looking for it on your own, it's on all of our social media profiles. Uh, our personal ones. Yeah. So not the station. No, no, they don't want anything so to do with this. You got to go to like Lock Mine or yeah, Jimmy's yeah. social um, media. So if you go to the profile for my Twitter, it's right there. Just click on that. We've got literally over a hundred different T-shirts and but T-shirts stuff on there. Fanny packs, hats. Yeah. I actually really like our hats. I my go-to hat these days is the uh, best summer ever. Dad hat. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. Wasn't it second best summer ever? That was later. Oh, we had that Yeah, too. the original that, was best the, summer ever. Best summer ever. Anyway, we got stuff up there trolling Leaf fans. We got it, It's all up there, so, so go have a look. But we did put up a... I wanted to do a Father's Day thing, something Father's Day related, mm-hmm. like a saying or something, but I couldn't come up with anything. So we do have a T-shirt, though, that's that we're referring to as the daddy line okay yeah um so you may want to go check that out it's for the ladies primarily yes i mean we could get men's shirts maybe for those two if, if you want but if you have to have one of those then fine make it jimmy's yes mm-hmm. have you even looked at them yes what does it say He's looking right now. No, it, it, yes. they're basically I call so and so daddy. No, something like that. I love his lack of connection to our show. <laughs> just a bystander, <laughs> just an innocent bystander. Just, he's just here for the ride. I have an entire line of t-shirts on our merch page that's been up now for twenty-four hours. Yeah, it is just we. The only reason we put it up there is to troll Jimmy, and he still doesn't quite get it. <laughs> I love you, little buddy. I do. I just, it's awesome. Cruise FM. Again, the locker room merch page. All right? So, Jimmy just figured out what we put up. So, we'll read them for you. We have the daddy line for you. These are for women. Yeah. Lachlan isn't my daddy, but he wish, but I wish he was. Okay? Then Grant's is. Grant isn't my daddy, but I wish he was. And then Jimmy's shirt says, Jimmy is not my daddy, but he wishes he was. He wishes. He wishes he was. <laughs> Those are for sale now. <laughs> Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mimi. I will not be ignored. 
It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. So on the weekends, Jimmy goes home, watches a movie, and then he comes back on Monday and reviews it for us. It's called Midget at the Movies, and we've been on this six degrees of separation since the beginning of the year. We started, obviously, based on that conversation with a Kevin Bacon movie, and we've made our mm-hmm. way from Bruce Almighty, Jim Carrey, um, and then Morgan Freeman was in that, Two Million Dollar Baby, and the obvious jump from Million Dollar Baby is Clint Eastwood, right? Yeah. So we're looking for your yeah. favorite Clint Eastwood movies for Jimmy to watch. And it, so my question was... Ties in, too, because it was his birthday last week, 93. M- my question was, do we have to only do movies that Clint Eastwood acted in, or can we do the ones where he just directed as well, because they're still Clint Eastwood movies? Wasn't he in most of the movies that he no. directed to? Mystic River, he wasn't in. Oh, that was get one out of here. Best movies. Uh, Richard Jewell, recently, he wasn't in that one. Changeling, he wasn't in that one. Those are all great movies. So the problem with going too old is if we go back into like the 60s and grab like one of his westerns or something like that, it's tough to jump into a, an actor from there. From there, but right? He's, like, he's, we don't need to go into those. I no, mean, I don't think so. Even Sully. I mean, Sully, he directed. He didn't ask That's him. right. He did the Tom Hanks. Yeah. Sully movie. I don't know. What do you want, Jimmy? That's your call. Do you want to throw in the the movies that he... Because Grant's got a good point. Clint, his involvement in something, it it they all feel like Clint movies. You start talking about yeah. it, and you're like, oh, yeah. They have a, okay, I can a, see him being direction. involved in it. Yeah. yeah. I'm good either way. Okay. I'm Space not gonna... Cowboys it is. <laughs> seen it. <laughs> of course you've seen Space Cowboys. Did he direct Space Cowboys? He was in it. He was in it? Hey, he directed it, yeah. Okay, so that's off the plate. What came in? Did anything come in that's... that's Bridges of Madison County? We've made him watch that. For some reason, I have a memory of him having watched I have a feeling I've watched Good, Bad, and the Ugly, you've watched. Yes. Yeah. Um, And here's the other thing. His old man, Jim, was a big Clint Eastwood fan. Yeah, because we gave him a... Bunch of the Clint Eastwood movies. So Jimmy and every Hammy's which way but loose. Have you seen that? That's with the monkey. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I. Have. What? Okay, who's in that? Who is there a good jumping uh, off point? You from- could do Beverly Beverly D'Angelo from that, and then get into the National Lampoons. <laughs> I've seen all of those. <laughs> You've seen all those? That's surprising. Uh, there's no one else really in that. That would be good. So, maybe so that's, we got to be careful. Have you seen the Richard Jewell movie that he did a few years ago? It's actually really good. It's really good, yeah. And that's the, the one about the, the, the kid that dropped the, the Atlanta bombing off at the Atlantic Winter Games or Summer Games. No, I don't think I have. Yeah. yeah. And Sam Rockwell's in that, Olivia Wilde, Kathy Bates, John Hamm. That was a really good movie. It was a good I'm movie. I'm actually surprised that didn't yeah, win Paul more. Paul Walter Hauser, he's. he's Great. He's an interesting duck, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's in the Cobra Kai's too, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, where are we here? Texting anybody? The mule. The came mule. In. Have you seen? No. The mule was pretty good. Mule's really good. He did that a few years ago. That's a great movie. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. And that one has quite a few actors in it. It's got Bradley Cooper, uh, Andy Garcia, Michael Pena. Michael Pena, so a lot of jumping off point there. Gran Torino, that came in. Yeah, you've seen Gran. Seen that one. Bunch. I, 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 you know what? Off. I'm. I think the best option is to jump into the Mule. Yeah. From here, because there, that gives us a that gives us a good pathway from act like current actors mm-hmm. and texting. That's the one that's come in the most that I've seen. All right. Okay. So there we go. So we're jumping from Clint into the Mule. That's a good movie. You'll enjoy that one, actually, I think. That wouldn't be like a movie that I can see Jimmy deciding to watch on his own, but no, it's one of those movies where I think after he watches it, he'll go, ah, you know what? That was a really good movie. He'll probably enjoy it, yeah. All right, so we're going to the mule. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Edmonton Folk Fest producer Terry Wickham joining us. Another amazing lineup, Terry. I don't know how you do it. Congratulations. Each and every year, just unbelievable. Well, there's a lot of great talent out there. Yeah, lots um, starting to tour again. You can see that in this yeah. lineup and some returning acts. Um, ben Harper, we're very excited for. You've got Feist on the lineup. Um, yeah. What was it like getting Ben Harper back? 
That was easy, actually. Um, just put the offer in, and he was very interested. He's going to play solo. That was his choice. We offered with a band or solo, and he's he's been doing a lot of solo dates. I think hmm. he opened for like Harry Styles or something, and he's been doing some big opening dates, and uh, he's enjoying that. So, uh, yeah, he he really enjoyed the festival. Yeah, he's actually commented on on this festival in particular, saying it's one of his favorite stops. So, yeah, and, yeah, and well, you're putting him yeah. out there on the Sunday night, right, to close it, close it down. Yes, yes, okay, yes. We we had a documentary, we, um, and the pandemic shut us down. We did a documentary, and we had some old footage of. Uh, Ben Harper, and he said, um, you know, when I was a kid, I dreamed of nights like this. Hmm. So I figured that was in my mind when I went to try and get him again. Amazing. So this is his third time here, yeah. So the Edmonton Folk Fest, this is your 44th year, and it's August 10th through 13th? Correct. At Gallagher? Yes. And it, so the tickets went on sale this week, or this weekend? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where are we at with um, tickets, Terry? Uh, where we're at is... Um, the only thing that's really available now is Thursday night and Friday night. Uh, there's no weekend passes available. Wow. And Saturday night is gone, and Sunday is going to go, like, in an hour or two, because there's only 100 left um, for Sunday. So then it'll all switch to Thursday and Friday nights is what it, what's available. Good. That went quick. I, it usually does, but th- this it seems like this is this might be back to the old days, hey? Eh? You know, we're going all online with Ticketmaster, and it's a very efficient system. So, just you know, in the first in the first uh, ten minutes, we sold something like eight or nine thousand weekend passes. Oh, just like, oh wow! Fly, you know, they just go flying out. It's like yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift for a few minutes anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry, we usually ask you this question when we have you on every year. What band are you or act are you looking forward to this year? Well, I think importantly, I tried to get Daka Braka from Ukraine. Uh, they played a couple of times before, and I tried to get them last year. And given what's going on in the world, I'm, I'm really delighted that uh, they're opening the festival. There's a young artist that was born in Calgary and lives in Victoria now. Her name is Bella White. On the country, on the country singer-songwriter side of things, She's really good. There's uh, Tammy Nielsen, that uh, Canadian that lives in New Zealand, but she did a, a duet with uh, Willie Nelson this year, so she's getting a lot well, of buzz. Cool. Um, I think Half Moon Run out of Montreal are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Half Moon Run. Fleet you brought Foxes. them up. Yeah, both those. Very excited. I'm also excited you mentioned the country. Getting Margot Price to play on this Sunday. That's exciting. I saw her once, once before, and I'm really looking forward to seeing her again. Yeah, and uh, Gregory Alan Isaacov will finish off um, the night. You know, I, I remember getting lots of calls years ago um, from people who'd been at the Arden Theatre the night before, and he was opening for someone in St. Albert, and they were all just saying how great he was. And then, you know, it's funny enough, that afternoon he popped up again, and I went, so we've, we've, we've really liked him since, but now he's, he's bigger now. Now he's touring with two tour buses and stuff. Wow. Before he just, you know, traveled with a guitar. <laughs> we usually touch base on the beer garden status. How's that happening this year? It's uh, there is no beer garden anymore. It's uh, it's open, um, so you can buy beer and walk around the site with it, which is what we introduced last year. We were going to do it in 2020. Um, we just had to work out everything with AGLC. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that last year. Just getting my drink and going and sitting wherever I wanted to watch the show. You don't show. feel like you're missing anything. You right? don't feel like you're missing anything. Yeah, you just get your drink and move on. Yeah, I, I really yeah. enjoyed that last year, that that portion of it. So It, it made the site look more crowded. We're, we're not selling any extra tickets, but you know, there's, there's 4,000 people more on the hoof now. You know, are walking around between stages. Cause yeah. They used to be corralled in an area, and now they're all free. But it's a, it's a good move. <laughs> but it also opens you up, makes it easier for the vendors, too, where, with your positioning, and, and maybe gives them a bit more exposure as well. Because that's a big part of the festival, the vendors and who you bring in. Oh, absolutely. Like We'd like to open up a second beer tent, but we don't really have the room right now. The ski club is on the west side is being knocked down, so it's going to be a construction area. It's also very prone to flooding if we get some rain. But eventually, when they put up their new building, we hope we can have a you know a second beer venue in there so you don't have to walk from... Okay, cool. Well, the old beer, where the beer's you know, way over to stage six. You know, it's a fair walk with the beer. Mm-hmm. And again, it's we all got, gone by the time you get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, August 10th through the 13th at the famous Gallagher Park. So if you're looking for any information whatsoever, it is edmontonfolkfest.org. Thank you for your time today, Terry. Thank you. You're more than welcome. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.